What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the New Media Podcast. I'm your host, Yeah. We hope you enjoyed the last episode because, as always, today's going to be an even better episode. I got the whole crew with me. Everybody's in the house today. The wildcard weekend, of course, is behind us now. We have officially moved into divisional rounds. Uh, we have a nice four-game slate. Uh, and, of course, we're going to be right here to talk about it. Before we jump into divisional round, uh, temperature check, how's everybody doing today? I'm ready to kick off this divisional round, man. Ready, ready for some more football, man. Been a, been a long week, you know. This time I get to enjoy it on the couch. Yeah, unfortunately, we're all on the couch now, so uh, we'll all be watching these games as just fans of the game. But we have some interesting games that I want to get around to, and of course, we'll go ahead and talk about the very first game that's going to kick off the divisional rounds for us. And we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, who beat the Chargers last week, are going on the road to play Kansas City, a team that they've already played in the regular season. You know, it's one thing to, to play in Arrowhead, on top of the fact that you're playing Patrick Mahomes, man, and it's in the playoffs. That's that's just a tough, uh, just go for it, Trevor Lawrence. And you know, I've been rooting for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, if he were to somehow win this game, you know, that'd be amazing for him. But this is where I think his run ends. Uh, where, this is where his amazing season uh, comes short. Uh, I just don't see a situation where uh, they end up beating the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win this game. I don't think it's going to be something comfortable. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to come out and play as bad as he did in that first half uh, against the Chargers, but I do expect that Patrick Mahomes will win this game and he and he'll again put up his numbers because you're going up against Patrick Mahomes. I am worried, of course, about teams that come out uh, from the bye. You know, they they sometimes come out flat. They come out a little bit lethargic, but you know, I I expect Trevor, I expect Patrick Mahomes to win this game. Uh, I have them winning, but you know, Trevor Lawrence he might be able to do some damage. I don't think he'll be as bad as last game in the first half. And I think if he carries on his momentum in the second half, this could be an interesting game. So, we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, it's gonna. I feel like this game is gonna be close. I'm looking at the spread right now. They're saying it's a uh, nine and a half. I don't really think it's gonna be nine and a half to me. I feel like this uh. This game's going to be much, much, much closer than we expect. I feel like the Jaguars are going to come in, try to try to punch the Chiefs in the mouth. But it's Kansas City, man. This is Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Kelsey game. So I feel like, you know, it's going to be Mahomes game when he drive down the end. And it, you know how it ends. He's going to come out on top. So I got the Chiefs winning. But, man, uh, it's going to be a tough one for Trevor Lawrence, man, to go out like this. You know, I feel like they got a great team right now. Offensively, they're they're moving and defensively, they've been showing up the last couple of weeks, man. And they're you know they're five and zero the last five games, and they they've been hooping. But Mahomes, one of the best players in the league, man, MVP candidate, best quarterback in the game right now. So it's t- it's tough to go, but I got Mahomes and the Chiefs advancing. Are we all right here right now predicting that Trevor Lawrence will lose his first official Saturday game? Uh, I'm gonna have to ride with you guys on this one, but I think it's a crazy stat that he's never lost on a Saturday before. Of course, I got the Chiefs winning this game. Uh, but this game will be interesting. This nine and a half spread is a bit disrespectful, especially for a team that's already played this team before. Uh, they're, they're very, very familiar with each other. So um, I think this game is pretty much high scoring throughout. The over-under right now is at 52 and a half. I'll probably take the over. The Chiefs, I, I know I've mentioned, you know, coming off the bye, they can come off a bit sluggish. Teams that come off buys are, you know, come off a bit rusty or come out red hot. And the Chiefs will just be right that, down the middle. Of course, maybe the first couple of drives won't look as great, but they'll pick up maybe that third and fourth drive. The Jaguars will make this game interesting. It'll be fun to watch. Um, but I think Trevor Lawrence does suffer his first Saturday loss here against the, you know Patrick Mahomes, and it's a respectable opponent. You know, you got to tip your hat to the Chiefs. But they win this game. Don't cover this minus nine and a half spread. Though. I think it's a bit disrespectful. 
But we'll go ahead and move on to our primetime game on Saturday night. We have another divisional game. Actually, we have our first divisional game. Uh, the New York Giants playing the Philadelphia Eagles once again for the third time this year. What's the spread on this game? Eagles minus seven and a half. I don't know. Uh, like, you know, a lot of people are coming to this game uh, expecting the Eagles to win, and I understand where they're coming from. But, you know, last time we've seen these teams play, you know, they had a backup quarterback in for the Giants, and I understand Jalen Hurts was playing uh, hurt, according to reports. But, you know, at the same time, the Giants somehow kept that game close with a backup quarterback in. Uh, their defense kept them into that game. And, you know, part of me feels like the Giants have an absolute shot in this game. They have a chance in this game. But, you know, when they were both healthy earlier part of the season, they got absolutely smacked. So, you know, part of me does want to give Giants, you know, the benefit of the doubt in this game. But I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts, after this rest that he's had, uh, he's going to come back healthy. And I feel like, you know, when this guy's healthy, this team is as potent as it gets offensively with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. Like, uh, they've been missing a key part of that that rushing attack But whenever Jalen Hurts went out for those two games. But with him being back and healthy, you know, that's just another weapon on the ground that they have. And, you know, the Giants, how much offensively can Daniel Jones do to keep this team afloat, you know? hasn't even been as much Saquon in the second half of the season as, as it's been Daniel Jones. And so, you know, they need Saquon to show up in this game as well for them to have a chance. But I just feel like with those wide receivers that they have, and Daniel Jones has been doing a great job of just utilizing them, guys like Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James and Darius Slayton. But in a matchup like this, you know, you're going up against James Bradbury and Darius Slay. I, I just, I don't feel like those weapons are like comfortable enough for me to pick the Giants to win this game. So, you know, I got to go with the Eagles. They're just the better team to me. Man, I just feel like, you know, that the key to this game is the Eagles stopping that Giants offense, you know. They have a much, much better defense than that that Vikings defense that we seen last week. You know, we seen them get cut, sliced, diced up the middle. It didn't matter what happened. But I just feel like this Eagles defense up front, their front seven and their back, you know, their cornerbacks and safeties, they're some hoopers. I feel like they're going to contain Daniel Jones' game and try to ice out Saquon. So offensively, we know the game plan for the Eagles, man. They got a bunch of weapons, Smith, A.J. Brown, Goddard. Hurts, Sanders, too, you know, he cooked up this year. So they got a lot of pieces offensively, you know, they're healthy now. Hurts got his break, and now they're back at it. So I feel like it's, it's not going to be a close game. I mean, you know, I think the Eagles are going to control it most of the time. I feel like they're going to be back into rhythm, and, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, I got the Eagles coming out winning this fairly easy. I wouldn't go as far as to say fairly easy. Uh, I think this game will probably be the game of the weekend. Uh these two teams being in the same division, and you guys are these guys know each other. They're very, very familiar with each other. Uh, but something's telling me to pick the Giants in this spot. You know, of course, two two times they play each other in the regular season, the, the Eagles got the best of them. The second time was a lot closer, of course, uh, and they had pretty much all their third stringers in that game. Uh, these guys, the Giants, man, they're red hot right now. Uh, and the Eagles, of course, they secured the bye week, so now they're coming off a bye, an extra week of rest for Jalen Hurts. Um, he probably should have been resting, you know, of course, that last week, but he had, they had to throw him in there to secure that one seat. Um, but I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Giants in this one, um, simply because that team is red hot right now. They're well coached, well disciplined. Uh, and I feel like, feel like they're going to catch the Eagles by surprise in this one. Um, the Eagles, I feel like, like, of course, we talked about last game that the Chiefs, you know, coming off the bye very sluggish. I think the Eagles 
will be very, very sluggish for maybe at least a quarter. Uh, and that's probably where the Giants are going to take advantage of it, uh, of that, you know, that quarter. Um, some keys to the game for the Giants, though, as they have to get the run game going first. Uh, Saquon Barkley was very, very effective on the ground last week against my Minnesota Vikings. We have pretty much no answer for him. And, of course, Daniel Jones as well. Uh, but, you know, of course, they could do a little bit of mixture of both between those two guys. Uh, but I feel like in this specific game, it's got, it's got to be on Saquon Barkley. You got you to gotta let Daniel Jones just command the pocket and let him, let him do his thing as a passer. Uh, but if you try to make him have more rushing attempts than Saquon Barkley, I'm not too sure uh, if you guys are, if the Giants are going to be able to win this game. But uh, if they stick to the game plan, you know, and their defense steps up, I think they can really stun, stun the Eagles and catch them catch them lacking in this in this uh, in this matchup. You know, especially coming off the bye. The Eagles had a, if the Eagles play last week, I'd be comfortable picking them. But for them to be coming out, uh, coming out of the bye, minus seven and a half favorites against a divisional divisional opponent, uh, just doesn't sit right with me. So I think I'm going to go with the Giants in this one. I think this game is going to be very very interesting. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, I just don't know. We'll hopefully see how healthy he is tonight when he plays. But uh, if he's anywhere any anywhere close to what he was three or four weeks ago. Uh, then the Eagle, the Giants are going to be in trouble. But go ahead and give me the Giants in this one. I just, I just smell an upset. But that wraps up our Saturday slate of games. We'll go ahead and move on to our Sunday slate of games. We have a doubleheader, of course. We have the Cincinnati Bengals on the road playing the Buffalo Bills. These two teams were supposed to match up during the regular season, but of course, through the Demar Hamlin situation, the game got canceled. Uh, but now, once again, they meet each other. Uh, but this time, it's not in Cincinnati. It is in Buffalo. This one is a very I feel like it's probably a 1.5 spread or something in someone's favor. Actually, it's minus six for Buffalo. That's damn. Minus six for Buffalo. Wow. I mean, I think like, you know, coming into this game, you know, Buffalo, like not that Cincinnati did anything malicious or of the sort, but like I feel like maybe coming into this game, you know, they're a little bit amped up. You know, for Demar Hamlin, you know they they've been riding off uh that confidence that they had in the last game that they played against the Patriots. But you know, part of me like feels like the, the spread is a bit disrespectful towards the Bengals. You know, like this is a team with uh, Jamar Chase and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow as their offense, and to come down like as a six spread. And you remember, and you remember the first drive, like Joe Burrow literally smoked them on the first like first drive that they got. And I just feel like this spread is disrespectful. So do I want to pick Josh Allen? I- I'm going to go with the Bengals in this game. Something bothers me about the way Josh Allen has played in certain spots uh, this year. And I feel like, you know, the last like five weeks he has like cleaned it up. But last week to go toe to toe, you know, with Skylar Thompson coming down to a close game is is a bit worrying for me. And I feel like he's very ter- he's very prone to turnovers, Josh Allen. You know, he's a great quarterback in all and you know, top three quarterback. He's very elite, but there's times where it just I just feel like he forces the issue and you know, he's not as efficient sometimes as someone like Joe Burrow, who, you know, has knows how to protect the ball, he knows how to play within the offense. And there is times where Josh Allen does step out of the offense. And, you know, those times they, they worry me. Uh, you know, he can make amazing plays, but on the other hand, he can't make some plays that make you scratch your head. So I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow in this game, uh, just because of the weapons that they they had. And I feel like, you know, the Buffalo defense, they are vulnerable, they are beatable, you know. Uh, especially after they lost Von Mill. They are still one of the better defenses in the league, but I feel like they are beatable. So I got to go with the Bengals in this game. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with the Bengals. The these guys were supposed to play the last game of the season, and then due to the uh Darn Ham, uh Hamlin situation, they didn't get to play. But 
you know, I felt like going into that game, Bengals started off quick. You know, they marched on the field. They got a touchdown. Joe Burrows looked like he was ready to hoop. And like I'd be saying, like I said, the last like four to five weeks, Josh Allen in this turnover situation, him ending the games with two or three turnovers, two picks or two fumbles in a pick. And it's, it's every game now. And, you know, I what what can you expect against a very sound defense like Cincinnati that's been turning up the last five to six weeks? They've been playing phenomenal. So to see, to see it like this, I'm going to pick the Bengals. You know, I feel like Josh Allen is going to be a, a – high scoring game but i just feel like he's gonna have more turnovers than joe Burrow does you know and i feel like Diggs, to me sometimes you know he always dwindled down to the end of the season we don't see him a lot his touches get lower his catches get lower his yards get lower so we'll see if he shows up this uh this playoff game and, and let's see if he hoops but i got the Bengals coming out this one i feel like he's gonna be a Bengals and uh chiefs affair and uh i can't wait for that um Ah, this one's a tough one because coming into this season, these were the two teams that I had matching up in the AFC Championship game. But uh, of course, uh, the Chiefs—not the Chiefs—the the Bills didn't miss out on the one seed uh, because of that game being postponed, uh, which led Kansas City to, to snag up that one seed. So to, for these two teams to be matching up in the divisional round, uh, I feel like it's a huge crime. Uh, but since I since we got to pick a winner. I think I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills in this one, and not because I not because I just want to go against you guys back to back games, but uh, I just feel like um, the Buffalo Bills the desperate desperation mode has pretty much been activated this entire season uh, with the way the last two postseasons went, you know, going into playing Kansas City and losing both of those games, and now you have an opportunity, you know, you have you have a home game right now. And then you, this is your second home game. And then, of course, if you win this game, the next game won't be a home game, but it'll be at a neutral site. Maybe your fans travel and whatnot. But to get back to this game, uh, this is just going to come down to who wants it more. Uh, and I feel like the Buffalo Bulls are going to want this game a lot more. But, you know, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals are well well capable enough to come in here and win this game uh, with all the offensive weapons they got. But I don't know. I don't necessarily trust their defense like I did last year. Uh, it's not as red hot as it used to be. Um, and, of course, yeah, the offensive line is a bit banged up, but Joe Burrow's getting the ball out a lot faster, so it's not like it's a huge problem for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you know, of course, when your quarterback's getting the ball out really quick, it just it just avoids a lot of hits uh, towards him. But they don't necessarily establish a run game anymore. I don't know what happened with Joe Mixon. He's pretty much been ineffective all year. Uh, we've, been, we've been waiting for him to, you know, emerge onto the scene. He had that one five-touchdown game, but other than that, I feel like he hasn't really done much. Uh, and I feel like the Buffalo Bills, yes, Josh Allen, he can, he can, you know, be stupid sometimes and force turnovers here and there. But I feel like this probably is the game where he kind of is just pretty much solid all throughout the game. I don't think he probably turns over the ball this game at all. Uh, he knows that, you know, if, if he turns the ball over quite a lot, uh, the quarterback on the opposite side can, can pretty much close out the deal and, and end his playoff uh, Super Bowl hope. So go ahead and give me the Bills in this game. But if Joe Burrow somehow wins this game, I would not be surprised. Uh, but I think this is probably just one of those days where Josh Allen is pretty much perfect. Uh, Stephon Diggs, you know, finally steps up in the playoffs. Uh, and, you know, Gabe Davis does his thing, Dawson Knox. And, uh, but it's pretty much uh, all on Josh Allen. And I think to get the, the defense, I trust the Buffalo Bills defense a lot more than I do uh, the Cincinnati Bengals at this current moment. So go ahead and give me the Bills. But we'll go ahead and move on to our primetime game on Sunday night, our last game of the divisional round. We have the Dallas Cowboys on the road playing the San Francisco 49ers. I believe these two teams matched up last year in the playoffs in Dallas, and the Niners did get the best of them in that one. I think the result is the same in terms of the Niners are going to win this game. Um, 
but I won't go as far as saying like like I feel like in this game, you know, Dallas last year, you know, they're feeling a bit sore. Uh they're sour after that game uh that they had lost to the line to the Niners last year and coming into this game, you know, they have a like a much improved defense. Uh and I feel like in that Seattle game, Brock Purdy got away with some stuff. Uh, he got away with a couple. I feel like there's like a couple plays where it could have been an interception. There's just some plays where I feel like, you know, if Seattle had made a play there, a play there, things could have maybe been different. But Dallas, they're a lot more punishing on defense. You know, we're go they're going up. There's two premier edge rushers in this game, Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons. So it's great to see two guys who one of them is probably going to win defensive player of the year uh, in this matchup. And so, you know, I like Dallas's defense in this in this game. I like that their ability to get to the quarterback, but I still have the Niners just because, you know, the offensive versatility that they have. They have you know Debo back and CMC and Kittle and Ayuk. You know, we've been raving about this offense, these offensive pieces, like for this entire season, especially the second half of this season. We've been raving about these guys, and you know, Dallas they weren't really like punished uh, by Tampa Bay at all. Like Tampa Bay just. And in no point in the game did they look threatening at all. Uh, and I feel like the Niners, they're a lot more threatening. Uh, they can literally punish you for anything. Of course, I do feel like Micah Parsons will get home at times. But, you know, can Brock Purdy just, you know, not be turnover prone? I doubt it. I don't think he, I'll th I don't think he'll throw like a many turnovers or any, any of that sort. So, you know, I'm going to go with the Niners in this game. I just feel like the offensive pieces that they have compared to Dallas, I like them a little bit more. Gonna be a fun game, man. I cannot wait till Dak crumbles under pressure again, like he always does. You know, you know the guy that missed five games this year leads the league in interceptions. He's gonna crumble against his Niner defense. I feel like they're gonna put the pressure on him. They're gonna they're gonna come after him, and it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. I to to, to speak about the offense. I don't I don't necessarily think Purdy's gonna be in a situation like Tom Brady was. This run game that they have is going to be very tough, you know. One-two punch with Eli Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey, especially McCaffrey and Debo's back as well. So I feel like this Dallas defense, got a, they're going to have a lot on their hands. They're going to be on the field a lot. Dax is going to crumble under pressure. So I'm going with the Niners, man, the Cowboys, you know. They, they got their one win in the playoffs this year, but that's all they're going to get. So go Niners. No, this game is going to be really, really close in my opinion. Uh, and I feel like this game has the potential to really go either way out of all the matchups uh, that we have in this divisional round. Because Brock Purdy has never really been in this moment. Yeah, we could talk about how great the defense is. We could talk about how great Christian McCaffrey is. But at the end of the day, it comes down to quarterback play. And if Dak Prescott plays anything close to what he did last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, the Niners are in for a long one, a uh, long game. But I don't know. This The reason why I really think this game can be really, really close is simply because the Niners secondary isn't as strong as we think. Uh, they really just make their money in their front seven. And, of course, you know, the safety and the linebackers and stuff like that. But, like, uh, pretty much their secondary isn't really the greatest. We saw DK Metcalf get the best of them, you know, last week, even though he lost. But still, he had a, he had himself one hell of a game. And I feel like, you know, C.D. Lamb can come in there and do damage. You know, C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, uh, Dalton Schultz, Michael Gallup. They, this, the Dallas Cowboys have weapons. Of course, they're supposed to add Odell Beckham into this mix. Uh, but that ended up not happening. I don't know what happened in that situation. But, uh, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, they have the weapons, they have the pieces uh, to really attack this Niners secondary. Uh, it's just a matter about uh, just a matter of the offensive line holding up. And I feel like the Dallas Cowboys offensive line can really hold up against, you know, these these elite edge rushers that are coming up on the Niners defensive line. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, I do like the, the Niners defense a lot more. 
than I do the Dallas Cowboys defense because at the same time, I can say the same thing about the Dallas Cowboys secondary being garbage. And, you know, Brock Purdy can get Debo Samuel, ball, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and those guys can have themselves uh, great days. So go ahead and give me the Niners in this one. But I do believe we might see Purdy struggle like a little bit, uh, probably like similar to what he was what he was doing last week where they, you know, they weren't really doing much in the first half. And in the second half, that's kind of like when they really took off. I expect Christian McCaffrey to be playing a lot more in this game. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm predicting somewhere around maybe 22 to 27 touches, uh, simply because they're going to need him out there on the field, uh, running the ball, catching the ball, doing basically whatever it, whatever it takes for them to win. So uh, go ahead and give me the Niners in this one. But the Cowboys will put up a respectable fight. So this game is really interesting, and I, I like that it's on it's on primetime on Sunday night, the last game of the last game of the divisional rounds. Uh, but that pretty much wraps up our, our predictions. But I do have one question before we sign off here, though. Out of all the teams that are in the playoffs right now, who do you think needs to win the Super Bowl the most this year? Josh Allen. Niners. I think Kyle Sandin. I'm putting Kyle Sandin on the hot seat. I think, I think it's the Niners. That's, that is a good one, though. That is a good one. Because like he's been there, he's been there, and then he's literally been close every time. Uh, it's, last it's, year, same situation. It would be funny if he makes it and he loses it again. That'd be crazy. So. But I, the reason why I picked Josh Allen is because, like, he's been knocking on the door for, like, two years now. He's been knocking on the door, and he's just been sent home twice. And, like, for him to be sent home again, you know, this time in divisional round by Joe Burrow, it'd be like, damn, like, you know, what's going on? So, like, for me personally, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on him because Mahomes already has Super Bowl. He has nothing to worry about. You know, Joe Burrow, he went to the Super Bowl last year. You know, out of those premier AFC quarterbacks, out of these three, Josh Allen hasn't been to the Super Bowl. So I feel like he needs he needs to go to one. So that's why I picked Josh Allen. But Kyle Shannon and the Niners, that's definitely a good one. Probably the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Cowboys too low-key. I don't know why. And the reason why. The reason I, never why thought, I, thought, I never thought Cowboys were really like You know why, though? Because, like. The Cowboys, they're kind of like us, you know. They're they're like they're kind of similar to like the Packers in the sense of like, you know, their fan base screams, you know, we're contenders, we're this and that. Like, how many years has the Cowboys always had a good team and they just never went to the Super Bowl? Matter of fact, they never won playoff series like that. Like this was what their first road playoff win since nineteen ninety two. That, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been it's been quite some time, and if they win this game against the Niners, I think this will probably be their first uh, NFC Championship game birth since like the '90s. So that's crazy. It's it's been quite some time, and they 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 have had some talented teams and some talented rosters going back to like Tony Romo and Des DeMarco Murray days. But yeah, I think it really just comes down to those three teams. But for me personally, I'll go Niners, Bills, and then probably Cowboys. The Niners simply because, like, how 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 many years are you guys going to miss out on like winning the Super Bowl? Every year they, you know, of course, the, you go back to the Kaepernick era where they were very, very successful. But then, of course, in that era, they came up short in the Super Bowl one time. And then after that. You got to say the playoff losses too, you know, going to the NFC Championship, losing to Seattle. Losing to Seattle. And then, just, and then the, the Giants as well. So they they know they know how, how it feels to come up really short. Even recently, and, you know. Last year, Jaquiz Tart dropping that interception that could have ended the game. There's a lot of other mistakes in that game, you know? I just feel like we're coming to the very end of this Niners, you know, Super Bowl dynasty run because it usually the window only lasts for maybe like three, four years max. Uh, and I feel like we've reached that point now. It's been a couple of years removed since they lost the Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes, and they just really haven't been able to, you know, win the Super Bowl. And I feel like 
now that they made a trade for Christian McCaffrey, they, they're adding more and more each and every year to the defense uh, and to the offense. And, of course, they, they don't really need a great quarterback. We're seeing it right now with Brock Purdy. You know, they're on, like, a, what, an 11-game win streak since, that, what, since they lost the, to the Kansas City Chiefs. I just feel like if they don't necessarily win this year, yeah, I think the Niners fans are going to pull the card like, yo, we don't have a quarterback. But at the end of the day, it really just comes down to the, the fat in the fashion that they lose it in. But I really, I could definitely see the Bills simply because they've been knocking on the door for so long. Um, but it won't be necessarily as bad. It really just depends on the play of Josh Allen. Like if he if he plays similar to what he did last year against Kansas City and just ends up losing, then it's kind of like yo, you know, there's nothing. It's something I could have done more. Uh, you know, for, for the yeah, my like team it, to win it this really game. really depends on his like level of play. Like if of course if Josh Allen like like he shows up and he has a big game, like we can't say like yo, like he didn't. Like he mm-hmm. lost. He just lost to a good team. But you know, if Josh Allen comes up short in terms of his performance, then like, like matter of fact, does if Joe Burrow wins this this playoff game against Josh Allen, he solidifies himself as the second best quarterback in the league, right? I agree. If he if he because he's already game. like he's already Facts. like right there with him. He's Facts. already right there with him. If he wins, I this, think, I like, think he's already better than him. To be last, honest, because last year, like people were talking about, you know, is Josh Allen potentially better than Patrick Mahomes, right? People were yeah. talking about that. And now we're at the stage of, you know, are we sure he's even better than Joe Burrow? So, I mean. I think if he loses this game, the gap between Mahomes and Josh Allen just keeps just gets wider and wider. You know, of yeah. course, I thought it was going to be a lot closer this year. But Mahomes, once again, he, he's, he's going to get himself another MVP. So that gap is significantly massive. But if, if Joe, Josh Allen does lose this game, uh, Joe Burrow is definitely the second best quarterback in, in the league. So it's going to be an interesting matchup, though. So. Uh, with that being said, any final words though before we sign off here and enjoy some nice football? How's that couch feeling? Comfortable, comfy. You know, enjoy it, man. Enjoy you know, I, I, I've got I've gotten over the game. You know, I, I'm I'm no longer depressed and sad. <laughs> you know, I'm on to next season. I'm gonna talk about some hoops, but uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and close things out here. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I really appreciate your love and support. We'd really appreciate it if you like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at New Media Podcast. For those of you that are watching us on YouTube, all of our social media handles will be in the beginning of this video. And for those of you that are listening to us on Apple and Spotify, if you go to our Instagram page at New Media Podcast, you'll be able to navigate yourself to all of our social media handles there. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And of course, see you guys in the next one. Peace.